0: Welcome to the FarQ Podcast where we invite people like yourself from all walks of life to converse about various access to equity within the context of our tearoa. We invite guests uh, to share their lived experience in an effort to identify common threads within support systems, social networks and knowledge that uplifts the collective human experience. Kelsey. Hi. What's our Q Question Season (laughs) 1?
1: Um, what does equity and support look like for various communities coexisting within one society? Mm. I feel like I shouldn't need to read that by now. <laughs> <laughs> I should hey. just know.
0: I mean, <laughs> welcome to the to the new to, to the new you. I <laughs> know.
1: new you, new me. Uh-uh. <laughs> trash. <laughs> trash, trash, trash.
0: <laughs> but today we have. Um, I feel like you should you. Should. <laughs> Let's I don't let them e- introduce yeah, yeah, themselves yeah. Let's, let let's do that. Let's do that. Please tell us your pronouns, who you are in your own definition and um finish the sentence I am.
2: Way <laughs> <coughs> way papa Lord. Way way papa Lording your Lord. Your Lord, Papa Lord, Papa Lord, Inkloke in our K, in our in your Lord. Your Lord, Papa Lord, Papa Lord, Way, way, Papa Lord, Way, way, Papa Lord in your Lord. Your Lord, Papa Lord, Papa Lord, Inkloke now Awakke, Inkloke in Awakke in your Lord. Your Lord, Papa Lord, Papa Lord, Way, way, Papa Lord, Way, way, Papa Lord in your Lord. Yo, Lord, Papa, Lord, Papa, Lord. Um,
3: So I was um, uh, raised along the west coast of Turtle Island uh, between Tongva territories and Duwax territories, Coast Salish territories. Um, So what is now known as Los Angeles and Seattle over in the U.S. Um, And grown up along the Pacific Ocean, um, which is definitely (laughs) my big parent. Um, And yeah, my peoples are from Cebu in the archipelago, what is known as the Philippines now. Um, and the borderlands between U.S. and Mexico, um, so that fictitious border there, um, kind (laughs) of around New Mexico area and northern Mexico, that's also where my peoples are from. Um, probably lots of unknown, um, conquistador blood. (laughs) Um, other ancestors I don't know, um, and my mother is Vivian Luna. My father is Cesar Pisano, um, and therefore I am Rafaela Lucia Luna Pisano. Um, in English, my pronouns are he and him. Uh, but yeah, I love our indigenous languages because a lot of us
0: don't have pronouns,
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, or it's ya. Um yeah.
0: Do you want to touch base on that a little bit? Because mm. I feel like that's something that's already like a, a point of tension for a lot of people who don't understand. Pronouns? Yeah, that's, out, that's outside of English terms.
3: Uh, yeah. yeah, like um, <laughs> that just makes me think of my Lola because she calls everybody she. Mm. <laughs> just everybody mm. <laughs> when she's speaking in English, right? Um, so in Tagalog, we don't have um, gendered pronouns either. It's just like one word that would refer to that person. I'm still learning Tagalog again and Ilocano, Zebuano, (laughs) Visayan, all the dialects on my mom's side. Um, So in English, when she meets my friends, I always have to warn them because some of them, you know, um, are also trans and have been figuring out and and coming forward with how people can address them in a Mm -hmm. respectful way. Mm -hmm. And so they're coming to visit my Lola and I'm like, hey, just a heads up she's probably not gonna get your pronouns because everyone is she in her world mm-hmm. like my lolo is she my uncles are she my dad is she <laughs> so like and i don't even you know i'm pretty sure they all go by he and him so yeah just um i'm sorry <laughs> out of time we'll work on it but i love it because um yeah when it translates through it doesn't always work out um but yeah for me pronouns um it just depends where I've been at in my journey. When I was younger, pronouns were definitely a lot more precious for me. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And then as I'm older, um, they're just, there's just so many more things I have to worry about that I'm just like, <laughs> I can't be fucked with that right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're always gonna fuck up my pronouns, whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I just can't. Um, so I, I, I hope that like the people around me who know my pronouns will just at least see and be like, oh hey, yeah, it's he and him, yeah, whatever. Mm. Um, but for others, yeah, I mean, it's it's um it can really um, make or break your day sometimes, you know. Um, so I think it is still a very important piece, um, but it's just a way to um, respectfully interact with someone, right? Mm. So whenever someone's mispronouncing me, I'll just start mispronouncing them ba- them back. <laughs> If they're a cis person, you know, if I can read that they're cis. um, Or I'll just call them by the wrong name like over and over. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, well, this is what you're doing to
4: me. (laughs) Mm, mm -hmm. This is how
3: it feels, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I did see a meme where someone's like, just do an air horn at them every time. I was like, well, I'll be deaf. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Pronouns to me are just like, like names. But they also don't indicate more than that to me. So I've definitely been in spaces Mm. where, Uh where we're like, okay, everyone, like, um, you know, as you introduce yourselves, can you just offer your pronouns? Um, for me, I always say if you feel comfortable, cause sometimes Mm. pronouns are, um, that's a really vulnerable space. Someone might still be figuring it out and they're like, holy shit, am I going to share right now Mm. my pronoun? I don't know. You know, so I'm like, it's all good. Like, you know, whatever you can share. Otherwise I'll just call you by your name, you know? Um, and but some folks would be like, oh, I go by female pronouns or male pronouns. I'm like, all right, sweet. So male pronouns is bag is over there. Can you let male pronouns go get the <laughs> I'll just use male pronouns as their pronoun because <laughs> I'm like, that's not telling me anything. Like a pronoun yeah. won't tell me your gender actually. um And I mean, already it's in English. It's a colonizing language. Like we didn't even have all this shit, you know, like all these fucking gender constructs, you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> They're all part of a, part of a colonizing um, practice. So, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, I get really excited when people can offer um, in their native tongues or um, the tongues that feel most comfortable to them, which could be not a spoken one either, right? It could be movement, mm. could be other sounds. Like, it's always great to find other ways to refer to people, so... Yeah. <laughs> pronoun rant <laughs> <laughs> That hit so that much That
1: made me think about like sign language Is there ever something that you've jumped into? Um, is that like another way of communicating without like spoken language?
3: No, I've always been interested um, in um, sign language Because I'm a really visual person mm. um, So I'm really happy when I'm around um, community that is um, communicating in that way um, but I try not to watch too much. Cause I know that'd be like eavesdropping, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I have um, had some family members who are, um, uh, been learning and trying to get more fluent, um, at least in ASL, right? Because just like all mm. of our languages, there's different dialects. Um, mm. But I do appreciate just embodied language. Um, so I'm a mover for sure. I love mm-hmm. to move. And so communicating through my movement, um, to me is a sign that I'm alive for one. Mm. Um, because before coming into movement, uh, I really didn't want to be here. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I think, um, yeah, movement is kind of what helped, uh, it's what helps keep me alive and in this plane. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate any kind of, um, embodied language.
4: <laughs>
0: love, 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 love. <laughs> and I've seen you do a lot of movements as well. And uh, are we, um, <laughs> I your your last um art um, what do you even call it? A ceremony uh, for yeah. me? Or? Yeah, yeah, I called it a ceremony. Yeah. Hmm. Because yeah. I I had the nerve to be like, is it an exhibition or whatever? And I'm like, no, it's a ceremony. Um, the last time you went there, like, did you want to talk about that a little? But in terms of what that meant to you and what that actually was?
3: Dang it, Joe.
0: You're talking about movements. So I feel like the move, like, know, that like was... Cool.
3: Mm. Yeah, I still haven't processed that, that whole ceremony. Mm. Like, it was so much... Um, so it was we called it Indak Kanikani, um, and both those words being from Tagalog and then from Reo Maori, and meaning like to move or to dance, but kind of in like an uplifted, like spirited way. And what was crack up is that when we actually got the ceremony going, it seemed so much about sound actually for me, um, and all kinds of sound and especially vocal. Mm. Um, but that's a, you know, to me, that's a different kind of dance and a different kind of movement. It's still coming from all of your body. Mm. Um, but that ceremony initially, uh, I wanted to gather up a few other indigenous folks who, um, were in the spectrum of transness. Um, so we have so many different words around, um, shifting gender or, um, shifting embodiment in our respective traditions as indigenous folks. So it's always kind of hard to find the language around it. So I just kind of use trans as a big old umbrella that a lot of folks can kind of grab onto, but, um, it's still just a placeholder for me. Mm. Um, so gathering up other trans indigenous artists, um, uh, to move with me and then try to create a free flow space where I was really just trying to explore liminality, the in-between space. Um, because that's just where I am all the time. Mm. <laughs> but not only explore it, but see what um, ancestral knowledge is there for us. Um, so I feel like... Um, what was the word that you used? Sorry. Mm. Lim- Liminality. In- Liminal, Liminality. so to be between, like in the doorway. Um, yeah, like I feel like there's so much that can fall between, right, in mm. the gaps. There's so much... Um, it's that space between folks when we're connecting. There's all that rich exchange there um it's that um i see it as time also it's not just a place i see it as a movement um yeah because i feel like i'm liminal so i'm always constantly shifting and adjusting to where i am i mean everyone mm. is really mm-hmm. or, yeah you know if you're if made of you know, you any kind <laughs> of water you are <laughs> so i'm always going back to the elements and how the elements teach us about liminality mm-hmm. um
0: yeah, is that is that, uh, is that similar to the concept of VAR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still learning about VAR. Yeah, well, I just I just jumped into yeah. it, um, and I only read probably three different articles on it, mm-hmm. but it's very much like well, my basic understanding is it's the the space between understanding, mm-hmm. and it's the space between a lot of different things. So it's like connecting, yeah. and I'm like, when you're talking about it, I'm like, Whoa,
3: yeah, I feel
0: like there could be a correlation there.
3: Yeah, no, it's that um it's also the unknown mm. uh, so that's maybe that's why i also like it so much because i'm uh, nothing to me is ever very conclusive i feel like there's always so much unknown um and more beyond and more to understand that we may never get to and and also surrendering to that um, <laughs> and how important that is
0: you are yeah. so rude. you're, you're just expressing like <laughs> oh. i
1: feel like I'm being pulled out right
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hold space hold space you got this you're doing great (laughs) but we're we're just acknowledging that uh, wow that's amazing like i'm glad that you can articulate that because i feel like i'm still struggling to articulate what that that feels like or that is for me Mm. so i'm really appreciative that you can actually speak to that
3: yeah i mean not that i'd want to know everything anyways right Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's too much for this little body (laughs) (laughs) but you know there's a lot of fear in the unknown right which is why so much um i feel like there's so much uh, violence perpetrated against each other because we don't know each other we don't understand um so when you see something that's unknown just have to like shield up mm. um but then how you move through the unknown in a way that you can still stay connected to yourself and your medicines like your ancestors so that hopefully if you do connect with a bit more of that unknown um you know, you can do it in a in a good way or in a way that's, um, I don't know what I'm talking about now, but <laughs> I'm like seeing no, some strange, really like, <laughs> <laughs> like where am I going?
1: Misunderstanding <laughs> coming into like shielding up and mm, then resulting mm-hmm. sometimes in violence. Yeah. I think um, that goes all the way back to uh, colonization yeah, yeah, of being, oh, we don't know what that is, but um, it's not ours. So we think it's wrong. Yeah. Or they're going to fight you, <coughs> even yeah. though we came here yeah yeah talking about the white people but yeah yeah <laughs> just if you don't catch that um, we're just gonna take it because <laughs> we
3: can yeah or that you don't fit um you know our tradition so we have to make you fit that so that we know mm. and understand what you know where we are in and what way, we can
1: expect from you
0: mm. in a way i see that as a job as well in job mm. interviews mm. like as an analogy i feel like it's like oh you don't yeah. fit our mold and our mold is this yeah yeah, and i'm not actually. saying that every like every job needs to fit every mole but i'm like just a little consideration would be nice <laughs> <laughs> just a little
1: do you maybe want to think about the other stuff that i'm bringing that you don't you know asking yeah. for but um, it's actually going to be beneficial to your company mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. is one interview going to bring that out mm. you know of that understanding it could if they if done right but i feel like one interview <laughs>
3: Don't, don't get me started on <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> capitalism. A whole we haven't even started. Okay, yes, yes. Capitalism <laughs> is not for humans. So, <laughs> so <laughs> um,
1: your um ceremony. Yeah, I was blessed enough to witness that. Yeah, wait, which night did you come to with again? Joe.
3: the first night. The first night. Okay, you're there. You're
1: there on the first. I didn't.
3: It. Yeah, it definitely evolved over time, yeah. and that was the point. So I did it over the course of, or not me, we. Mm. So I was working with three other artists. Um, and a fourth, actually, who came in and then left right before, you know, kind of two weeks up, too. So there are definitely people who came in and then mm. left and then mm. came in again at the end, you know. So and then who knows what other energies were always coming through and working with us and, you know, messing with us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then setting it. us back on. Yeah. So, you know, lots of energies come through. Um, but yeah, uh, three other human artists. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I wanted to do it over, I like durational pieces. Oh my God, that's such a white word. Um, <laughs> wow. So it's just ceremony. Ceremony takes time, mm-hmm. you know. Some of our ceremonies take days and days and nights and nights. Some, um, um, you know, just the afternoon or just the morning, right? <clears throat> but this one, I was really curious about what would happen during um, the liminal times. But I guess any time really is liminal because there's no split. There's no clear day, like there's always a little bit of night approaching or a little bit of day Mm. approaching, right? Um, That's something that uh, Leanne Simpson, who's an indigenous scholar from back home, she reminded me of that. Beautiful. (laughs) Um, And so, but I'm still interested in like sunset and sunrise. Mm. You know, there's the most the most clear um, in-between times to us. And Mm. I feel like I'm always obsessed with those times, mostly because of the color palette. Um, (laughs) I'm a neon pastel bitch. (laughs) Um, Definitely a pastel goth. Um, (laughs) And I really love the Morning Star, who's also known as the Evening Star. So I love that they can change. um, And a lot of, uh, in some Indigenous traditions that I've been around, I can see, um, you know, like Western or, I'd say, it's not even just Western, but... Our colonial understanding is that it's a planet, it's Venus, right? Um, but they actually have different personalities like at different times. Um, and so there's been different energies or deities that are associated with um, the morning star and then the evening star. And yet they're still the same entity, the same being. And so I'm like, you're so trans. So I love them. I love them. And that's also why I like those times of day night because that's when they're the most clear. Yeah. Um, so they're heralding that transition and they're like, everybody, it's coming. Mm. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> um, and they're personified in lots of different ways by our traditions too. So to me, I was interested in um those times of the day and night. So I was like, okay, I need to I want this ceremony to be over a few days so that I can see what's happening during those times. We may not be in the gallery, like with people at those times. We usually were at sunset, not sunrise, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, like is there an energy, like what happens at that time? How do people mm. shift and change? I'm just always so interested to see how we reflect um the cosmos and like what the elements are doing. So that's why I did it over a few days. Mm. Um, but it was about um, gathering knowledge um, through ritual. Of um, gathering the knowledge that trans people hold in our bodies um, as also indigenous people. So I feel like because of um, colonial practices and um, all of the ways that um, genocide works, (laughs) Mm. um, trans folks have been separated out from our indigenous communities, just like all the genders have been separated out and made genders even, right? Um, And then assigned different um roles and our role was (laughs) to not exist actually (laughs) right because we challenged everything and often Mm -hmm. because we held so much knowledge Mm. um especially ceremonially um in terms of our practices um that keep us in sync with our ways right like the cultural bears so you got to take those people out first when you're colonizing so Mm -hmm. that you can break the spirit and then you know, put in your chunk, right? Refuse and then keep going your agenda, right? As a colonizer. So, um, so I feel like at least in the Philippines, um, a lot of our traditional healers, um, leaders of ceremony, um, and the folks who kind of helped uh, guide community, right? Whether it was around harvest or um, how you do different practices that keep the community going, those people were often um, fluid around gender and presentation um, and in body. Probably because they're constantly in that in-between realm, right? How can Mm. you not? (laughs) It just Mm. does what you you are, who you are. It's what you do. And so we were, um, yeah, we were one of the first to be killed first, right? Fed to the crocodiles, like fed back to our ancestors, actually. Mm. Our kaitiaki, our guardians. (laughs) Such a trip. Um, And so I feel like because we were some of the first that were erased in terms of um, how indigenous knowledges are being broken down, taken away from us and separated from our lands, I feel like a lot of indigenous folks still have a hard time recognizing transness and all of these fluid ways of being as actually an indigenous practice. Mm It's one of the first things that was wiped as we were broken away from our lands and our waters. So it's almost like, um, so, you know, like as we're fighting for... um, like, whether it's the rights of indigenous women or men or young children or our elders, somehow you all, you know, like, <laughs> trans folks, two-spirited folks, um, you know, queer indigenous folks are kind of on the wayside still somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And there's slowly, you know, more and more we see, especially today, like, it's definitely changed a lot. And we're more and more woven in the space and we're doing the thing. But... Um,
0: It's always, yeah. Christianity did did its thing. I
3: mean, you know, it just still blows my mind how transphobia and homophobia is still so alive and well in our indigenous spaces. Um, And it's like, I don't care if you can say, oh, no, but, you know, I always love you. You're my brother. You're my sister. Just tell me what you want. And it's all good. It's like, sure. But then if you turn around and you still make some homophobic remark, on the mm-hmm. side to your bros, your real bros, you know what I mean? Mm. How is that you – know, there's just so many ways it still seeping through everything we do. Or if you're too afraid to look femme in this moment, you know what I mean? Because it makes you look <gasps> gay. And I'm like <laughs> – and that's what? A great thing, right? <laughs> mm. like, or like that yeah. whole like no
1: homo mm-hmm. crap that was happening a couple of years ago. Uh, like yeah, it was yeah. it was all like all around. I, I was know, like, was... what's the problem? And I even get that like I – I have some vans from the Pride collection, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, they're so cool. I would never wear them. People think I'm gay. I'm like, what's <laughs> the problem? I'm like, just because I got a little rainbow on the side of them. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, they're so cool. I'm like, yeah. you can get them here.
0: Yeah. They're like, no, yeah. I won't
1: wear them. People think I'm. gay. Is that
0: oh. like performative allyship? Because I feel I like this so. so. cool that's so cool for you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it is.
0: I love that for I mean. you. <laughs> You know, it can run the
3: line of appropriation, though, right? Because also, so where where I come from, like, like, you don't know who's gay or straight because everybody's just doing everything, which is great. Because I'm like, everyone's gay in my world. Everyone's gay. Mm. So (laughs) Mm. because to be indigenous to me is to also be queer Mm. because Mm. our forms of sexuality and our gender are before all this colonial bullshit. And so, you know, people say, oh, well, there was no, you know, ancient word for gay people equivalent. Well, there's no ancient word for straight people either, right? Mm-hmm. That's what one of my supervisors would always say. Um, there literally was. not And so, you know, it's like all these different separations. Like, that's just mm-hmm. not, it's not our value. It's not our way. Granted, now we live where we live now, you know, and so many things have happened. So, you know, I think that's also why it's hard to rep um, transness and indigenous space because in a way... It's almost making me try to be like, Well, I'm an individual, look at me, look I'm this, right? And everyone's like, That's not how we do it. Like you need to you know, we're still rehabbing you, you collective work, da 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 da. And I'm like, Okay, right, right, right. Like (laughs) try to blend. Why can't I blend? (laughs) Mm. Oh, because y'all are still afraid of me. Why are you afraid of me?
4: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: because I'm actually doing it the way our ancestors did it. We didn't do this men's bathroom over there, women's, but we just went in the bush. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this shit? Why are we doing Oh, sure. I mean, I think we did have different roles according to what our bodies were doing. But again, that was still something that each body determined. Like, each body mm. has their own sovereignty, which is part of the collective sovereignty. And if they're not allowed to assert that, then they, they can't actually, they're not going to be fully here, right? Mm. So in the context of a colonial space now, um, having to assert ourselves as trans folks in indigenous space, just to keep rehabbing everyone else, you know? It's like transness is, is part of our practice. Um, that fluid movement in space is part of our practice. You already know that. Why is it so scary, though, when my body's doing it day in, day out in this way, you know? And we know it's all that deeply embedded stuff, right? Mm. Um, because it's a proximity to whiteness or to um, colonial space. Like how much more can we can we seem like them? Can we seem normal to then get what we need, right? And it's like, <laughs> mm. I don't have a choice. There's no way I'm going to be anywhere near that. Like I'm brown, I'm trans, I'm queer as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm kinky, I'm, I'm all these fucking things. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I am that way out and loud because to me, those are all the different indigenous practices that have now been, you know, um, raised. Mm. So, but you not know, lost. Yeah, no, it's clearly, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get me started. Um, but you know, we have different language for it now, whereas mm. maybe our ancestors didn't have to name it all because it wasn't, because it that wasn't, a they we do. We do? Yeah. It's like, Oh my God, we can have enough food. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is still the reality, obviously, for many folks today. So, again, these are very privileged conversations, right? Mm -hmm. For sure. (laughs) Always. Um, Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I think of my trans sisters and brothers who are incarcerated. And, yeah, like pronouns may not really be a big deal right now to them, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because they're just trying to survive day to day without their hormones, you know what I mean? Without access to the things they had before. Um, so it's a whole other, they're just trying to stay alive. Um, and it's the same for us on the outside too, though. We're just trying to stay alive. Mm. So that ceremony, <laughs> going mm. back to it for me, was also praying for the health and life of trans people. Um, especially indigenous trans folks, really it's for all trans people always. Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah, there was a beautiful altar that started to bloom over the next three days. Um, cause people were bringing more stuff to it. um, And, yeah, someone brought a T-shirt. And I'm forgetting the name of the artist in the gallery that it came from right now. And it has all of our, um, well, a bunch of our different names for, like, gender fluid, gender sacred peoples um, from different indigenous spaces Mm. from throughout the Pacific, Turtle Island, uh, mostly those areas. And I was just like, whoa. (laughs) It's just so nice Mm. to see our language. Because, yeah, you know, like lgbtqia plus and all of that um like that's great but it doesn't really you Mm -hmm. know it doesn't necessarily communicate across no that is just for the white people yeah and you know and i know i'll use them when i can't when i you know i definitely still come from dyke spaces you know like Mm. to me that's a very political um uh, space to me like i don't say lesbian you know um I know that I come from transmasculine spaces, you know, mm-hmm. even though I'm read a lot as a trans woman, which I feel very honored, <laughs> but I can't claim that, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then like two-spirit is another term that's used a lot um, in Total Island by First Nation folks, but, you know, it's still particular to certain folks. Um, mm. There's so many. Um, so yeah, I kind of, you know, but queer, I definitely, um, I'll rep that. But it's funny because I remember meeting So I met someone here who's Takatapui and they were like, yeah, I don't call myself queer. And I'm like, oh yeah, tell me more. And they're like, well, cause queer is like, it's like weird, right? It's like separate outside of, it's different right, than the norm. And they're like, foremost, I'm Maori, which is to be, actually it means ordinary in, Mm -hmm. in my language. And so like, I'm the same, I'm of everyone and like Takatapui is not strange or weird mm. or different. Like it is part of our norm. And I was like, oh, weird. I'm like, okay, that's dope. Like I was like, oh. Hard. Um, but for me, like I use queer because I come from a space where our norm is fucked up. <laughs> like mm. in the U.S. it's fucked. Um, and I don't want to be part of that norm. About. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: I think it looks all really great. Over I think <laughs> I'd like to move to America. Particularly now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, no. oh my god! Okay,
3: I'm sorry. The shirt's coming off, <laughs> yes, you guys. Let's go. Do that. Um, yes.
0: Yeah, so see, that's what America does to 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 <laughs> to, to,
3: to, to uh, uh, Shit's off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know we are we are, uh, yeah. Now I'm just thinking about all my family. They they're doing their best, you know, to um to resist and to continue mm. to mm. stay in their ceremonies and to just um. Yeah, to bear down through that storm right now, through that shift, right—the rebirth that's happening, um, which is really messy. It's gonna be, yeah, just keep getting messier. So you know, holding, holding um, tight to our to our ceremonies, um, however they come through, um, and that's that's a hard thing, though. You know, when mm-hmm. you're born away from the land of your ancestors, mm. or you were taken away from that land before you could remember. So, you know, Joe, your question about what communities do you belong to? I'm like,
0: oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't even jumped them, <laughs> yet. Yeah, you know, I'm like. Oh, but everything God. else has been actually yeah. really juicy and just mm. really fruitful for me, anyways, because I feel mm. like I've learned so much and I'm also being challenged by your um, Kuriro, because mm. I feel like even for me, queer, oh. I liked. I like the fact that I'm different because mm-hmm. I guess in a way I don't want to, I don't want to be normal. Like mm. you laugh at me cause I'm different. I laugh mm. at you cause you're the same. Yeah, how boring. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like, and yeah. that's a quote from somebody yeah. um, else. I don't know who that person yeah. was, but um, yeah. I just feel like you're so right, uh, uh, like right on the money when you're saying, you know, different worldviews around what queer is we need to entertain them at least. And I feel like mm-hmm. what what um, that person shared with you, I'd never even heard that korero before.
3: It's beautiful. And to me, that shows me like, how important it is to continue to find our indigenous spaces again in community. But Mm. it's also not to romanticize and say that once we find our our peeps, you know, get back to the village, that they will welcome you back, you know. Um, If they still exist, okay, (laughs) because my grandma's was bombed, so (laughs) it's like nowhere to go back to. Um, Mm. But yeah, it's... uh, because, yeah, there's, um, unfortunately, the the different forms of phobias have been sown, right? Mm. Um, colonization has touched everywhere. So, I mean, or it could be because, you know, we look or we're acting in ways that to them, that's really, colon- you know, that comes from the colonizer, right? Um, it is hard to rep um, queerness and transness in indigenous space because... I have seen some elders kind of look at it as like a white disease, right? To be that way, you know? Oh, because you went to yeah. the city and you came back like this, right? Um, and it's hard to to kind of suss that all out and reconcile. And I'm like, okay, sure. So some of the ways I am are because I'm a product of, yeah, I've been raised in a really colonial way in space because I was born in cities like I was raised in cities. Mm. Um, so... Um, you know, just kind of reconciling with that and still knowing that at the end of the day though, whatever I'm bringing through in terms of my energy and my dedication to, um, reconnecting with my ancestors or just, or just not even reconnecting, but just being them, Mm. (laughs) however it manifests. I mean, it's, I'm still here and I'm still doing that. And, um, and if it looks this way, which is, you know, a really trans way, a really faggy way, you know, whatever way, um, Okay, you know, it's just, it's just, um, it's, it's another expression of my ancestors. It's today's expression. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. And it might be hard when that meets with um, tradition. Yeah, whatever that means, you know. And tradition, you know, is a is a really live and breathing um, being to me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And always shifting and changing. Because how would we stay alive <laughs> as indigenous folks if we didn't adapt and shift and move, right? Um, while maintaining the essence um, of those teachings. I think that's what people are always afraid of, of when shifting tradition. Well, how we're going to lose the essence. And I'm always like, You are the essence. You are the essence. <laughs> Our elements are all around us. They're not changing. Like the oceans and the mountains are so much older than us mm-hmm. and bigger. Um, they are the essence, you know, as long as you can stay with them, you know. So, what if I'm not wearing a skirt right now? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It's gonna be okay, um, and and also we learn, right? Okay, so maybe doing it that way didn't work out. Change it again. Like you can keep adjusting it. It's not, mm. you know, once you shift it, doesn't mean you can't shift it again. Um, that you know, change is scary because again, the unknown is on the other
0: side, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. How did that land for you, Joe?
0: <laughs> Why did you come for me? <laughs> Because I can see your reaction. <laughs> I'm like No, because to me I'm like I'm I've been having conversations around tradition for myself mm. with, with, with who I am and what I want in in my own worldview. Yeah. And I think in a way I feel like the like in my lived experience within my my culture, mm. tradition has been such a limiting um factor to growth or to to understanding or to relationality and to connection tradition has been um absorbed over time and it's been like discoursed over time and the fact that we still don't have conversations about that for me it's kind of like i I was just telling you last night those like when when i think about tradition i almost want to ask my grandma like are you gonna step up and talk about this now? Mm. And because she's not here anymore, I'm like, okay, well, does that mean that I need to step up and talk about this? But how? Mm. how what? What does it look like? Because I feel like that's where you you come into my worldview, and you're like, what does a mana enhancing conversation look like about tradition mm. that uplifts everybody involved in that? Mm. And for me, mm. I'm still balancing that out, and I, I still like obviously have a lot of healing to do around. Um, Christianity and church and how how they discourse and still continue to discourse a lot of my people's worldview, mm. but that's also not my journey. And if like if, if they don't want to wake up to that, I feel like I have to let them f- flow on their own journey because their journey could actually mean so much more, or they could it could highlight so much more at the end of their path wherever that leads. Mm-hmm. Whereas for me, I think I was focusing my energy fully on being like. Almost the reverse effect of colonialism of being like, how do I save my own people? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. those are the conversations where I'm like, whew. That's why I'm really leaning into um, the va and the um, mm. what was the word again? Liminal. But yeah. I like va so much better. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm yeah, yeah I'm, I I guess for me it's just entertaining both sides mm-hmm. of the coin, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that that's why I feel like this is such an important choreo because I we all. And it's it's really black and white to me, then I'm like, it took thousands of years for me to exist.
4: <laughs>
0: My ancestors, everything. If we look at evolutionary biology, it took thousands of years for me to exist. So I'm like, I can't really. Yeah. I feel like for me, if 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 I'm to understand it, it took me it took the world ages to create me, and I exist between that and now. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, I'm like, I love the fact that we can rely and the word that hit me the most for you for when, when you spoke is surrender. And I'm like, mm. I'm not surrendering. I'm fighting <laughs> being mm. like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, no, I need my past told me this. I need to rely on this. And I'm like, <laughs> it's the surrender for me. <laughs> so thank you for that. Actually. I think I'm, I'm hearing loud and clear that surrender mm. is in, is in, is in the works, mm. but yeah, uh, what, what did you what, what did you think? Think thought?
1: I was wrapped up in your reaction. Sorry, <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, yes. Joe looks like yeah. he's about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like that. Like,
0: I basically did just yeah, cry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm coming from a very like white perspective, mm. and I am interested in how I can be of service to an indigenous trans community while mm. also honouring my own journey mm. Mm. because I am amidst a gender journey myself mm. mm-hmm. um and figuring out what that looks like in my world mm-hmm. and in my worldview mm. yeah. with my very white whānau. Mm. Yeah. Um and I think I've got hurdles that I need to jump through as well, mm. but they're different. But they're similar. Mm-hmm. Um and I think so that some of the experiences that I'm having would be similar to maybe some of the experiences Mm. you're having but in Mm. really different spaces Mm -hmm. so how can we come together to support all people Mm. through gender experiences Mm. but while also honoring their own like pre-lived experiences Mm. and not discounting like indigenous spaces and places and ceremonies and all that kind of stuff so your ceremony that i was blessed to be with (laughs) loved it
0: so much it challenged it like straight away it just challenged um me to just like i i I specifically remember like the voices telling me to close close your eyes because you were being judgmental Like I specifically heard that korero loud and clear because I'm like, I got to a point where I was like, oh, okay, this is like, I walked in and I'm like, this is really performative. Yes, I like this. It's so indigenous. I, I'm so, like, look <laughs> at me. I'm, I, I'm so indigenous. And then when I sat down and everything started, like, blossoming, mm. this is me, I, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> and, like, the, I heard, like, little voices saying, like, this is really not... The normal. This is this is weird. This is not who, you're like what what you would normally look at, mm-hmm. Joe. What, what what are you seeing in front of you? Mm. And that's when I heard the voices really loud, being like, "Shut your eyes." And when I closed my eyes, the smells took me places. Mm. The the voices and like I'm glad that you talked about like sound for it. And it was the sounds took me places. Mm. Mm. And I'm like, as soon as I started to to really embrace that and I guess surrender of sorts.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: a lot of different things were i was between the beginning and the end in that between space Mm. there was so like i feel like i need to reflect on that space because you you've actually challenged me in that space to be Mm. like what was happening for you and i felt so at disarray (laughs) with my normal routine Mm. on purpose
4: Yeah. yeah
3: Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but yes. My goal in life is to make everyone uncomfortable. <laughs> That's Good. <been> clear. <laughs> well, well you kidding. fucked me over
0: <laughs> in all oh the right ways. God.
3: That comes from that queerness, I guess. Um, well, just backtracking real quick, though, when you mm. were talking about um, tradition um, and you were speaking about your experiences around tradition kind of blocking or like, um, I don't know what the word is that you use, but just Tender holding roots. you back. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I thought of—I don't remember. Maybe I read it or someone said it to me. But just probably, um, probably someone said it to me. or Probably Maori <laughs> relatives here, reminding me that um, you know, if tradition is not um, allowing the, if it's actually holding back the growth of an individual and therefore the collective, like we need to really look at it again, um, and and see if the tradition's not actually enhancing and and supporting and nourishing mm. life, then you know. But then again, whose life? Right. And so, Mm. you know, people might be like, oh, well, the majority, though, feels Mm -hmm. nourished. (laughs) And it's like you can't leave anybody behind. That's not how we work. Not as Native folks, because even if you try, you're going to feel us because, you know, we're all connected here and you'll feel us. Whether it's that we leave early. okay, because suicide's a really big thing for trans community, you know, and queer community. Um, whether it's we leave early or because we don't actually fulfill whatever purposes we're here to do, right, which is for the community. So it's all going to help the community, whatever that community is. Um, so for me, it's it's not even about trying to, you know, make exceptions for these special peoples or like, you know, be Caribbean. accommodating or like whatever the fucking words they want to use. Um <laughs> like oh my god i'm accommodating you right now every day Uh um but um (laughs) but yeah you know instead of that actually being um uh yeah just like how how are we supporting um someone to just be in their on path right just to be on path because that path will help everyone else (laughs) if we're all doing what we're supposed to be doing oh my god like you know can you just repeat that (laughs) exact
0: fucking things for for the people in the back
3: please uh that we need to just be supporting each person to be on path because if we're all fulfilling our purposes whatever that path is that's going to actually create the community Mm. issue is figuring out what the heck that purpose is if you have been born away from your traditions Mm. um in diaspora, which is always a contentious word in indigenous space, because wait, um, is that how you say it?
0: No, because I'm still <laughs> fucked just the way I, I,
3: I say it. I, I don't say know.
1: diaspora, but I'm like, am I just pronouncing <laughs> every? Diaspora.
0: Like, put these people just go diaspora, and I'm like this. What is it? I am like, I read it every single now. I don't I have a huge accent, and I'm like diaspora.
3: Diaspora. all i know is i think of spores right because that's where it comes from mm. it's like that that leaving right um but for me like if you're indigenous and you're in diaspora, or diaspora, <laughs> diaspora. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. can you be right because you are your land and you are your waters so how can you be away from them um, that's something that another scholar, I don't have any of the names in my head right now. I'm so sorry, but another indigenous scholar has really brought forward to that. Um, just really questioning that, mm. um, can you be in diaspora if you're indigenous? Um, so a lot of folks, you know, when they introduce themselves, they will say, I am my mountain and I am Hi. my, mm. my river, my oceans. Um, I am, um, this particular, uh, Fenua, this land. Um, and so, you know, as you travel, then you always are there. Right. And that idea is what has really helped ground me because Uh. I've been born away from the lands of my grandmother's, um, mother, you know, Mm. on both sides. Um, and so when I'm in indigenous spaces, I'm like, fuck, can I even call myself native? You know, like I don't. And again, this is how colonialism works. Mm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> messes with your head makes you have to, you know, because, yeah, of course, there's always going to be people trying to fight me saying, oh, you can't identify this way. You can't be that way. And I'm like, you can talk about identity all day. I don't actually care. What I do know is what I am. Mm-hmm. I don't even mess with the word identify because I, I don't. I'm not sure what that is. That's like putting something on and taking it off when I want. Is that what that is? Because I don't know. I'm just my body, and this body houses all of this energy mm-hmm. and all of these fucking ancestors. So <laughs> I am. Which one this. Are you trying to? Evoke? <laughs> huh? Which one are you finna evoke out of me? At?
1: It's really interesting, because yeah. like in Western white Western queer spaces, it's always that tell us how do you identify (laughs) what are your pronouns and until you brought that up (laughs) yeah it's kind of like what are you choosing Mm -hmm. to bring forward and show people
3: yeah and it's usually an oppression race too right like it's like what are all my the things that um make me not privileged yeah Uh, Yeah. let me just yeah put them all out there because like you know i'm not that privileged either But then you know, of course, wife was, oh yes, but no, I'm settler colonizer and I'm all these, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you identify as a settler colonizer right now? Because I don't know what I'm going to do with you then. Like, can you please identify with what you're going to do about it, not the thing that mm-hmm. keeps happening? Like, actually, have, do you know where you're from? Because I don't know where I'm from either. Do some work on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So earlier when you were talking about like how to be in service right to mm-hmm. the trans indigenous folks, I was thinking like, well, just working with yourself foremost. I think that's often. The biggest trip that I see with white folks who are are wanting to step into allyship, which I don't even fuck with. I'm like, are you going to be an accomplice or are you going to be an ally? Because I don't know what allies do, but an accomplice would be actually willing (laughs) to be right up here with me. Mm -hmm. And their body is just as vulnerable right now with me, you know. Um, because allyship only goes to a certain point, and like, oh, it's not oh, that's a little too much. Okay, guys, I'll see you over see there. Ya. You know, and I'm like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we don't helpful. have a choice. <laughs> you have a choice. So yeah, but for me, I always I just really want white folks to do the do the work with themselves first and with mm. their fauna. and that can be a lifetime just right there. That is the lifetime, you know. Um, and in terms of supporting others who are beyond a white space or white community, um, you know, still doing it just through relationship, right? Mm. Mm. And so not doing it in a performative way, but doing it because you are in relationship with different people from indigenous space who are actually asking you to come in and do work with them, right? Um, Instead of just going and trying to insert, right? Or to be like, Mm. I'm here. um, But just listening to when you're called in. Yeah, just listening Mm. to when you're called to come and do the thing. And then obviously, like, all of us always have... The, the responsibility to keep learning about where we are because mm. um, a lot of us aren't living you know in our ancestors lands anymore so that's on everybody to keep doing that and um and then how how the ancestors which i consider also elemental ancestors not just human ones how are we um asking for permission to continue to be here with them in this particular place um, and what are we doing as part of our, um, our responsibility to them, our exchange with them, you know, to honor that they're allowing us to keep living here? You know, I always think about that like, what a gift <laughs> to be allowed to live mm.
0: wherever I'm living. Because <laughs> they yeah. could kill me anytime, I know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or kick sure. me out. So, um, the inner work, the yeah. inner work for me is, is so slipped on like if you don't do the inner work it shows yeah because you're projecting you're doing all of these things and yeah. it's like in my head i'm like i didn't know that i was always doing the inner work because i like i used to th- I, i've been having conversations with myself for ages mm-hmm. and not like in a lunar psyche way it's just been like you just assess self-assess mm-hmm. and talk to yourself and figure out what's happening in, in the conversations happening up here mm. and in a way, I don't I feel like I'm not I'm not complete with the inner work. It's a continuous thing. Just because mm. you start the inner work, it doesn't mean that you're like there's a there's a completion stage where you're done. It's a continuous mm, thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me, I've yeah. started that journey and it's 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 been a hell of a ride. Yeah. But at the same time, so many blessings have come out of it because I've been able to heal yeah. myself through my own experiences and through my own shame that I brought myself into. Like yeah. that accountability especially if you don't do the inner work you don't you're not accountable for your own like diminishing value of self Mm. because it just doesn't work like that like you Mm. keep on blaming everyone else you think that it's everyone else's fault and i'm like boo if you were part of that problem Mm. your ass got yourself there yeah (laughs) no one else did like and i'm like for me it's been a huge huge weight off my shoulder to try and know that i'm like i I, i've been excusing myself
1: and i think also sometimes people blame or think that they are god english (laughs) think that they are are only a result of their upbringing (gasps) and don't have and i'm like you have a choice (laughs) to either like continue doing what you were told to do or to choose to do and change your ways
0: And it's the choices for me. <laughs> I'm like, if, yeah. if you don't know that you chose that.
3: <laughs> and especially when you have people of color, indigenous folks coming to you being like, hey, you're this is not you got to change this. And then they still mm. ignore. It. I'm like, oh, man. So that's what I've stopped. I've just kind of stopped. <laughs> just said, nope, mm. I just did what I could. And now I am done. <laughs> Keep focusing back on indigenous community, on trans folks, mm. um, because that's actually what I want to spend my time doing. Mm. Um, keep refocusing the energy, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that internal work at the end of the day is also getting to know all of the beings that cr- that make up mm-hmm. you, right? Because, like you were saying earlier, you know, thousands of years, thousands of years have come to create this and you mm. have this awesome gesture, which I wish everyone could see. <laughs> But I was thinking, right, and you're also composed of all these different beings, right? Mm. And, and more than human beings, which are the
0: ones that I'm always like,
3: oh, where are you?
0: Because <gasps> I feel like... I have dived into there yet. I'm still, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm still trying to process the 25 generations of, um, <laughs> of intelligence that I have. Yeah. <laughs> but carry on.
3: Yeah. Um, and so connecting with our more than human ancestors, our elemental ancestors, that to me, those are our original <sighs> teachers, right? I, because they've I, existed I, before all of mm-hmm. this. Um, so when we can keep grounding into them, how they'll feed us those bits that we need to to keep going through all this really hard work with a, within the human community, right? Um, but you're also talking about, um, yeah, just uh, undoing. I, I was thinking about, well, yeah, there's been so many generations of a thing that has been done. And so it's not going to take just your lifetime to sort it out, especially like... Right. For like white folks, even. Right. That's many generations of a thing. And so Mm -hmm. it's going to take many more generations to keep sorting that out. Mm. And so the work that you can do now for yourself and your family and then how that passes to the next generation. So I'm Mm. always thinking about, gosh, how do we raise better white people? You know what I mean? Like, are people thinking about how they're raising white children? nah probably not. Like, we know how we have to raise brown kids to, like, be safe and navigate a white world. Yeah. But how are we raising the white kids to dismantle that fucking white I world? I don't even To not be white kids anymore, you know? Yeah. I've never even heard that question. Whiteness is, you know... Everyone can host whiteness in lots of different ways, not just, mm-hmm. like, because of your skin. So, you know, because, again, it comes back to colonization, imperialism, capitalism, all the things. Yeah, <laughs> all the things. So it's just, it's just, you know, it's... Um, it's a it's a hard and scary thing to finally like start picking it up and breaking it apart cuz again it's that unknown and you're going to lose a lot of people along the way. People aren't ready, but, but I'm ready. <laughs> Fucking ready. Mm. And so many more of us are ready actually, mm. you know, cuz we're doing yeah. it. But I think we all feel a bit in isolation about it as we do it, right? Mm. You yeah. know, we're the only mm. one in the family who's like, "Uh, not nah, stop." the yeah. <laughs> nah, black sheep. Like nah. for real, you be the black sheep. Understand? <laughs> yeah. Um
1: questioning one of my grandparents about yeah. some of the statements that they make. Yeah. And, like, to her credit, she's like, oh, yeah, that was pretty racist. I was <laughs> like, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then she's, mm. I haven't heard her say it again. Mm. I'm like, yes, grandma. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, What kind of supports have you had throughout your various experiences we've talked about today? Uh. Were there, like, secular <laughs> people or... um? Experiences where you felt supported or not supported?
0: Apart from your community, uh, they're, they're, they're prevalent. It's super hot in this, in this, in this space, <laughs> and it's because your community, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming your oh. community's still here. Like, mm. But apart from your community support. Uh, all the ancestors <laughs> that yeah. pile into the room with me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Did I mention yeah. I'm claustrophobic? Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a white term. Not just yeah, <laughs> no, it's like our People don't know space. They don't no, know personal space.
3: <laughs> You're like, what's that? What's that? Um, I can smell your armpit. <laughs> that's how close you are to me. And if you if, if
0: you're not that close to me, we're not family. <laughs> I'm <laughs> happy
4: with not being a family. I love it. Oh, you can you can be a distant cousin there.
0: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But yes, support. Or what um, a, what does support mean to you yeah, and what does it actually, look like ah, to that, you? Okay, to yeah, that helps. I'm like, oh mm.
3: um, yeah. what does support mean to me? Mm, being real with me. Like, being as honest as people can all the time, or as beings can all the time. Um, Yeah, like, saying no to me Mm. is a really important form of support. Like, telling me when they cannot do a thing. (laughs) Because then that makes me believe when they say yes, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And Okay, that hurt. And also, yeah, um, yeah, just... uh, I guess when people take up the work on themselves to do it and don't expect me to do it for them. Mm-hmm. So like because I'm in <laughs> community spaces that are so mixed all the time um, and I do feel like I'm really generous with um, with what I am bringing through and I'm trying to share it all the time with everyone regardless. And then you'll have folks of more privileged spaces kind of taking that all the time but then not actually doing the work <laughs> that it now... Um, that they are now laden with, right? The responsibility that you are given when you learn something, you're also given a responsibility now to do something mm-hmm. with that knowledge, right? Yeah. Um, Otherwise, what's the point in
0: learning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
3: I think that's when I feel supported is when I see people actually doing something with that knowledge in real time um, and applying it or trying to, even if they're still messing up a bit, whatever. It's They're just trying. Um, that's how I feel supported because it takes the, the weight off of me to keep doing that. And um, then it's also really basic stuff, like feeding me, <laughs> <laughs> like Joe has fed me many times. <laughs> feeding me great food, always being down to go dancing or to just dance anywhere, anytime. <laughs> Do I need an um, excuse? <laughs> yeah. Just laughing with me. Um yeah, I think, and then just staying there. So like when you were in the ceremony, Joe, and you were like, I was really getting in that uncomfortable space or feeling all these things, but you stayed. Um, you know, obviously not everyone can, that's all good. But for those that can, um, it shows, it It creates something different for me too. Um, mm-hmm. It helps heal something for me um, because I am really used to doing things alone, quote unquote, <laughs> or just not with visible <laughs> support around me. Um, and so seeing people stay there and, and be through that uncomfortable space with me, mm-hmm. um, that's a huge show of support to just be fully present with it. Um, and, and not trying to do more or less just being, um, yeah. Cause those are, I, I purposefully agitate and create discomfort because, we need to wake the fuck up. (laughs) Mm, (laughs) Like what's happening isn't okay. (laughs) And so for me, it's just trying to really, um, mix us out of it to then be in a space where we can, uh, receive or just notice that, that, that essence again, right. Mm -mm. Um, that we're always carrying from our ancestors. So that's going to be different for every person, right. In the space, Mm. everyone's gonna have a different experience of it. But, um, yeah, you just gotta you gotta drop out of the default. You know,
0: what do you do specifically to stay like reminded that this is not okay? That what we see is not okay. Because I feel like, mm. like, I I get the energy boost when I'm around other indigenous folk who have already done the in the work as well as know what they're talking about, and I can relate to that. But in my own time, it's like I feel like I've I get so distracted with all the outside stuff that I forget to remind myself that this is not fucking okay. Me having to be on time to someone else's priorities and do all of these other things or me working towards somebody else's goal or greater purpose is not okay. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like me constantly yeah. uplifting somebody else's path or me constantly mm-hmm. always giving my power away to somebody else. Mm. And I'm like, mm. I've learned to center myself and like, you know, to to get into my own routine of... um my, my Like reshaping my morning routine But what do you do to constantly remind yourself Because I feel like a lot of our people will not uh, well, A lot of our listeners Might not actually have a a, a routine Or might not have yeah. something to, to Lay some sort of foundation
3: Yeah, So you, we
0: can be awake kind of thing
3: Yeah I mean When you initially ask the question like what do you do To remind yourself it's not okay I'm like I don't need to do anything All the stuff that's happening here I'm like, all the time I'm like that's not okay That's not okay <laughs> That's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Penny, you know, Penny. everything does it all the time, reminds me. Um Oh, but that's
0: because you listened up. <laughs> <thing. laughs>
3: well, and also, you, you know, when you're openly trans, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. It turns up, it exposes everything, you know? Really exposes everything. So I really find it a blessing, that's for sure. I feel very blessed to be trans. I find it a huge privilege. Mm. Um and uh Yeah. But what do I do to maybe to like ground myself Mm. through that? Um, hmm. yeah, I, you know, I don't have, I'm definitely not any model of practice in any way. Um, but when I do, um, reach that point of breaking where you're like, fuck, what what do I do to come back? Um, yeah, I, I sing, (laughs) you know, I sit and I breathe and I sing or I move, um, or I go to the waters and I move with the waters. Um, I just have to shut the fuck up and listen (laughs) because, um, (laughs) it's all coming through all the Um, time Guilty. (laughs) that I'm too busy, you know, just Mm -hmm. doing everything else to distract and to, to not hear it, um, to not feel it. Um, I cry a fuck a lot. I cry a lot. Um, I'm trying to, yeah, get. Into practice of being with my voice, the more, because for me personally, I haven't been able to engage with my rage enough and the anger. That's the part that I was denied, uh, my ancestors' rage. So I'm trying to figure out um, what's a practice of connecting with it in a way that's not going to destroy me, <laughs> or or you know, or harm others around me, right? In a way that's you know I don't want. Um. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just. I guess that's kind of one of my practices, identifying um, what are the, the experiences or the feelings that I, I haven't been allowing myself to feel because that's actually my ancestors' feelings too and, mm. and experiences, so letting myself go there. But, you know, you need to kind of figure out support to keep you still on the side, right, in this plane. So trying not to do it alone, that's hard. <laughs> um yeah so I don't know if that really answered the question but I think definitely creative practice basically I think that's you Mm. know um, creative practice which is ritual it is ceremony that's all creative work yeah and I love Mm. that
0: you talked about Moana because I feel like we've already been Mm. there just enjoyed Moana Mm. (laughs) and I yeah is definitely a healer. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I know that we didn't jump into specific p- communities, <laughs> uh, but I feel like we talked our Ooh. behinds off around all the different <laughs> inequities that exist, and both in the physical and non-physical world. Mm. Um, what is on the far queue for you, though? What's a, what? What are topics that's like that you recognize that we're not talking about? They've been they've been there with with. Apart from everything that we've just said, though, because I feel like everything that we just discussed in the last 45 minutes, (laughs) a far Mm. cute conversation Mm. for sure. But is there anything else that you would like to hear more conversations around?
3: Yeah, that is really hard. Um, I was thinking about this question earlier and I just immediately was thinking about all of the other voices um, that... I feel like I've been conditioned to not hear because I'm colonized human, <laughs> still working it out, coming back to my ceremonies. So those voices being the voices of different waters and of different landforms, um, clouds, different wind forms, um, all of these, you know, all of our animal relations, um, all of the trees and the different kinds of plants. Um you know, I've been conditioned at least to not out of hearing them. I think when I was younger, I used to hear them a lot more. so to me, those are the voices that are like <laughs> you know, I wish could be centered more and and often we're still centering them in ways that um you know still really center humans um mm. and for me it's um it's really as simple as as really just becoming quiet and hearing them um however they. Communicate and then moving from there. So like, you know, really listening to them even before we speak. Um, so letting them speak first in some way and then we speak. Um, so I don't know. That came to mind for some reason. Mm, beautiful. <laughs> when I thought about that question before. And then um, uh, so I guess. Uh, yeah. And in in, in that. Um, just how how, because I feel like those voices of elemental ancestors are are what creates, to me, um, an indigenous perspective and grounding. So mm. that kind of threads then into how indigenous voices are heard um, and what it is to be native or indigenous. So I think that's a topic that I'm always grappling with is um, yeah, just how do we honor all kinds of native experiences mm. um, and that there's no one way to be native or indigenous and even the knowledge that we're trying to reclaim um there's (laughs) you know it it's not going to be any one way either you Mm -hmm. know um that's kind of the beauty and (laughs) the pain of it right um so um yeah i guess just wanting folks to to just listen a, a little bit like wider, <laughs> coming out wider <laughs> mm. from you know, um, for those that don't already, you know, sure. I'm sure there are lots of people who maybe do, um, and then working in from there to seeing how how that land and water is being honored in the spaces that they're in. Mm.
4: Right?
3: So because I feel like when we do start with um, with our original waters and lands in any space. Like that job interview, even I don't know how would that shift. <laughs> that's that, mm-hmm. that's decolonizing
0: the space, y'all. <laughs> so I don't like I'm I'm I don't even know how to like imagine a shift like that in mm. a, in a job interview. Like and mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, um, I'll be looking forward to be surprised because <laughs> I'm like I've never yeah. I I don't think something an image has popped in my mind yet, and usually it <laughs> does, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, yeah.
3: But, you know, I feel like the more that we can um, just keep learning about, you know, the original names of where we live and where we are and mm. just doing that work all the time, I think that's just such an important place to keep starting from. And don't just do it performing, you know, just don't mm. do it in a performative way, mm. a lip service way. I hate that, like, we acknowledge, though, that, da, da, da. I'm like, don't need your fucking acknowledgement. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, what are you actually doing <laughs> now? Um, you know, just just, <laughs> just ask for permission to be here, you know, be like these are the lands of, you know, and um we ask for permission to speak right now or to do this or to share this, you know, mm. like keep acknowledging the relationship, maybe that's what it is. So mm. yeah. How does relationship move all the kinds of work you're doing? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that
0: question. Mm. <laughs> 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 that question is yeah. life that mm-hmm. question yes thank you for bringing that like mm. legit
1: <laughs> i'm gonna ponder that what
3: yeah it's hard though in you know in a really digital world right now mm. like what
0: relationship means is that why you're so. not any <laughs> digital social media <laughs> platforms I'm this is me because i'm such a freaking millennial i'm like this um so what's your socials let's follow each other <laughs>
1: yeah <if laughs> and people... this, they're like this
0: no i don't mm. have. I, I have instagram but that's purely just to a... i don't even
3: yeah i always forget about it <laughs> <laughs> good
0: and i'm like people send me these things
3: i'm like oh yeah oh, i don't want to log in <laughs> I'm just like, eh.
1: <laughs> if people um want to connect with you how can they do that contact like they, you and
3: joe first yeah. Yeah. and then y'all send them you know yeah all over good. To just me. Perfect. The, um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. No, yeah but that's i'm good. not on any social media um i just say that i'm internet lazy but <laughs> i just can't mm. keep up no that's I'm fine. definitely an in-person person so we'll
1: um we'll be your assistant
3: admin <laughs> team it's through yeah. the relationship right they got to mm. connect with y'all and then can Suss them out. And send them my
1: way. Yeah. <laughs> what's your criteria?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just oh, well, oh my God. Oh, what's your type? What wow. oh, preferences?
1: Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll find you a preference.
0: This fit. This uh, fit though. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even going right. to go there. I was just about to objectify <laughs> you, but I'm <laughs> <maybe> not going <laughs> oh
1: to Good <my> choice.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming through. Like, we really do appreciate you yeah. sharing no. with
3: us Thank you. It helps recenter me. And what the heck am I doing here? So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you for doing the work to this podcast and bringing people together to share, Mm -hmm. you know, and creating that relationship again. Um, Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, this work is so important. So. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I feel like, honestly, if I'm being 100% transparent, you only scratch the surface of what <laughs> yeah. could and would be done in that space. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that's a that's a safeguard as well because, you know, we can't just hear all of it at once and be like, do the work and da 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 So mm. I feel like I really rely on what you said earlier in terms of um, not wanting to know all the knowledge, you know, mm. and not wanting to know all of that at once at a And time will give that, you know. Yeah,
3: and it's the challenge to learn. I mean, and if you take away the learning process, how are people going to, you know, like if you just give (sighs) someone the answer right away, then they don't, Mm, mm. you know, you deprive them of the learning process, which is actually where the answer lies and the experience of learning too, and Um, the growth, right? Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: all of that. So,
0: because I'm like, my biggest Mm. growth were my biggest failures. Yeah. The hard eye foul will not be wearing <laughs> <your> those shoes again. <laughs> <Yep>. But yes. <laughs> join us for our little fuck you um, send off. Oh, my Do the fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you.
4: Fuck you. Fuck
0: you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you,
4: everybody. Bye. Uh, See you, you later. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can we have a dance um